0: And just like that, we are back in live effect. Why you got that look on, face? I was sipping on my water, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're disgusting (laughs) or something. (laughs) Anyway, welcome back, y'all. Another uh, episode of the Big Bet Podcast. Tonight, again, we will not be before y'all long. We hit a couple topics that came up pretty much since Friday. Last time I was on was with Zach DC. Shout out to my boy, he came and held it down. Talking that fantasy, the last episode. Uh, what you been up to, bros? Anything special, what happened with us? Bro, Man, you so this morning, did you to you talk bro. about it? Yeah, I, Hey, yesterday I was talking to the homies. I was like, damn, Yes, tomorrow for like Christmas. I was like, damn, I'm so excited <laughs> to wake up. Get to watch my dogs play i'm like fuck. we got a new opportunity to be great you feel me set, set my alarm for 5 30 a.m i was up bright and early too promise to god I, was, I slept in my jersey last night i felt confident i was up bright and early bros woke up this morning turned the game on we started our first 10 15 minutes we look good i'm not gonna lie we actually look good we look positive i'm like for sure we're gonna do them in these boys put two goals on us in 10 minutes and it was a wrap. was a wrap and it was just like, damn, bros. And then we started looking like the old man United. So I was disgusted this morning. I'm still hopeful for the season, but it's had me in a slump all day, bros. I was really excited about this and for them boys to come out there and do like that. That broke me down. Nah, I can tell, bro, just simply because, like, number one, uh, for y'all that's there in the audience, we were supposed to record this morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We talked about this oh. last night. It was bros. I'm gonna be up bright and early. Man, you play tomorrow. You know, we can go right after that. Boys is get It was a, little, a lot of excitement and joy in the yeah. day, boys. Hey, I called him this morning about 8:30-ish. He just sounded gloomy. So sound like he done went back to sleep type shit. I said, Oh boy, they had me a heart, bro, bros. I could not believe what I was watching. Nah, I feel it, bros. It do be like that sometimes. It's unfortunate, especially, you know, when you... You be waiting all that time to watch you guys, man, and you feel it. You man, just know, like, man, that's, man. that's what really now. be hurting. You wait all this time to really, like, be like, let's get it. Like, let's go. It's go time. And they come out there and wet the bed like that. It's like, damn, all that excitement, all that adrenaline just... Gone. Oh, I feel it. It's all good, bros. Uh, when they play again, real quick. Sometime next week. I'm. I am do not even care at this Damn point. It, damn it's me. like that. I'm one game yes. into the season and it's already like to hell with it. Huh? Yeah, bro, to hell with them. Uh, <laughs> well, anywho, y'all. Uh, today we're gonna be talking mostly, mostly about uh that American football. Um, and we're gonna start, brother. Uh, there was a comment the other day. Um. In a, uh, a interview, and old Zeke was saying, "Uh, you know, when it's all said and done, when he wrap it up, uh, he want a gold jacket. P. want a gold jacket." And I say, "Uh, a gold jacket on huh, Zeke." And I start thinking to myself, and you know, start thinking of gold jacket guys. And it was like, "Damn, is is Ezekiel Elliott a Hall of Fame running back?" And then in my head, it was kind of like. Well, is Le'Veon Bell a Hall of Fame running back? Because, like, when you look at it, Zeke can't really have that much different of a career than Le'Veon. Zeke just had a, a, a ridiculous first three years. And then from there, Zeke has been <laughs> extremely subpar, to say the least. And, and and to be a Hall of Famer, bro, it's not like the NBA where the NBA just be throwing everybody in the Hall of Fame. The NFL don't really do that like that. You feel Mm. what I'm saying? like You really got to be a standout. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Would you say Zeke is a Hall of Fame running back? Do you think he's had a Hall of Fame career thus far? Thus far, I would actually probably say, like, yeah, on the low. But I don't think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Just because of what you said off those first three years, and I put up his stats when you sent me those topics. And, no, like, off the first three years, and Zeke has only been in the league for six years, this would be his Mm -hmm. seventh year. Mm -hmm. I mean, and his fourth year was not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Bro, Zeke average or Zeke had 1,600 yards his first year and 15 touchdowns. His second year, he had 983 and seven touchdowns. His third year, he had 1,406 touchdowns. And then his uh, third – is this his fourth year? Yeah, fourth year – he had 1,312 touchdowns. And then last year he had a thousand, tu- he had a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. Right. So I don't, a- I I think thus far he will be a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. But I think with the amount of years that he still has left on the tank, he mm-hmm. probably won't get in there because he probably will do a little damage to the career. Mm-hmm. But if Zeke was to retire today. Well, no, that's just not enough body work. That's not enough body of work. But the stats are good. Let me say the stats are good. Right, right, right. Um, I think I think what he needs to solidify a Hall of Fame is for the Cowboys to make a Super Bowl run, and and he be. I wouldn't even say he would have to be like the leader of that. Like they lean on Zeke. I think you know that can uh, partake in that. I think Pollard can partake in that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think if the Cowboys make a playoff run and and, and not, not a playoff run, I'm sorry, a super bowl run, uh, NFC Championship Super Bowl run. Um, I think Super Bowl for sure, lock him. If they win a Super Bowl, like let's yeah. say this year, the Cowboys win a Super Bowl and Ezekiel Elliott runs for a thousand plus yards, another 10 plus touchdowns, and they win a Super Bowl. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Especially when you man. take into what he did at Ohio State as well. He's a yeah. Hall of Famer. Um, but I think right now for him it's looking like he's on the back half of his career already. Mm-hmm. Um, he would really need to to kind of rejuvenate himself, if you will. He really need to get a second win. Yeah, bro. It's hit Goku and Vegeta and Asden Ball for a sensu bean or something, brother, cuz mm-hmm. he just needs something to give him another if he can have another three, four years, like like those first three, four years you was talking about them 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 14, even even if they to say get 1100 1200 1300 yards and 10 touchdowns if he can do that two or three more times and in that they can win a super bowl let's say over the next 5 years he can have those type of years over the next 5 years i would give him hall of fame but right now i don't think he is and i don't think he'll have those type of years i just talked about either that's um, what that's what i was leaning towards i just don't see him like actually like doing any better mm-hmm. or even like doing what he's been doing Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do see a decrease about to happen for Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, uh, sad to say, but I that that's just my personal opinion. I do see a decrease. No, I feel I feel it do be like that. Um, that's kind of uh all I had on that. I just thought it was a pretty interesting question, and then um, looking at Zeke's numbers and what the Cowboys have and haven't done. Um, I just thought it was a pretty interesting topic. It was like, damn, okay, is Zeke a Hall, Is he is he on? Let's, let's say, is he on pace to be a Hall of? Famer? I think he is on pace. I, think, right. I do think he is on pace. And I agree with that. I think so as well. I think he's on pace to be a Hall of Famer. Will he finish that race right now? I would say no, but Zeke prove me wrong, my brother. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Uh, next topic I wanted to hit on, bros. Uh, give me two seconds here, y'all, if y'all don't mind, as I pull it up was the uh, preseason power rankings, my brother. And uh, first thing I want to say about these power rankings while I'm pulling them up, um, the Bills riding a big hype train this year, bro. The Bills is riding a huge hype train. There's a lot of talent over there, though, too. And, and bros, trust me, I I do absolutely, absolutely understand that, bros. But you got to think. Like right now, bro, I mean, Josh Allen is number one to win the MVP. The Bills are number one to win the Super Bowl. They're number one to start the season. And the power rankings is just like there's not a lot of room for error for the Bills with the expectations that have been put on the Bills. Like if Josh Allen doesn't win the MVP this season, then people are going to say this season was a failure for him. If the Bills don't I, win the Super Bowl this year, they'll say this season was a failure for them. I definitely think they play in the easiest division in the AFC, so makes it a little bit easier route absolutely absolutely uh no i don't think they do I, I i think the AFC south uh the titans the Colts, the jags and the texans i think that's the worst division in the afc okay. in my opinion okay. um i think uh bill belichick is you know formidable to pay yeah games last year yeah uh and then the dolphins team. uh we're we gonna get in we're we, we gonna hit them a little bit later too but the dolphins a nice little roster as well but anywho So uh, with the rankings, bro, uh, the top five, like I said, the Bills have a lot of expectations. They were number one to start the season. Uh, From what I'm looking at here, Buccaneers were two, the Rams were three, the Chiefs were four, and the Packers were five. Let me go – let me double check that because I don't like that, uh, the way that looks. Um, And I'm knowing it. But, bros, the one thing I also know, too, is we were – like the 21st or 22nd team in the power rankings. And I just think that's so disrespectful. Uh, It sounds like it's just like a quarterback race. Like, who would you just say, like, who's going to be the best quarterback? Right, 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 right. Because as I looked at it, bros, I was just like, y'all not about to make me believe. Y'all not about to make me believe that, damn, we the 21st, 22nd best team. I understand, like, Mitchell Trubisky is not, you know, Josh Allen or but it's like, bros, at some point we do gotta uh, at least be a bit honest with ourselves. All right, so yeah, but know, I do like? want to see it first. I do respect that because I want to see it first, bros. Like well, as much as we've been hyping up Mitch and we've been trying to hype up Kenny Pickett and all that, bros, they will have to show me. I know the defense will come out there and prove what they got to do, mm-hmm. but those boys, they will have to show me. Sitting at twenty first or twenty one is actually kind of respectable in my eyes. I mean, we wow. we probably do. We probably do realistically have a top five worst quarterback in the league. That's just a starting quarterback in the league. That's just me being quite honest with you. Wow. So for us to be sitting at twenty first, that means our defense is getting a lot of respect, and I think that's solid, bro. So I think that's solid. I think we'll shock people, but I think for the 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 average Joe, that's solid. I I won't complain about that. Wow. I completely disagree with everything you just said. And that doesn't happen too often. I won't, I won't complain. I won't complain me, about that. Hey, Maybe it could be the fan in me, bros. But I just kind of look at it, and again, it's like, all right, at 21, bros, we were one of the 14 best teams in the NFL last year. And that was with the subpar roster we had and all the holes in different areas we had and the lack of quarterback play and mobility we had last year. And then I'm going to run through the rest of this list. Uh, I'm going to go through it. And, just to kind of see where some of the other teams are placed at. And then for us to be placed at 21st, again, a team that was a playoff team last year. Yeah, we was a, a bit by the skin of our teeth playoff team. And yeah, we went to the playoffs and went to Kansas City and got our asses handed to us. And that's fine. It'd be like that sometime, but we was there. Anywho. So it's the Bills at one, the Bucks at two, the Rams at three, the Chiefs at four, the Chargers are at five. They are another team that has a lot of expectations this season. Um. What would you say would be a successful season for the Chargers? Well, definitely the playoffs. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I think a successful season getting to the AFC Championship with the amount of money you spend, with the amount of firepower that you wouldn't acquire, mm-hmm. you definitely at least gotta make something. You the playoffs is bare minimum, but that's just the bare minimum. I think to say successful, you do got to go ahead and compete for the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh the Super Bowl would be the ice on top, but just 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 competing in that AFC championship, I think, would be a successful season for them. The team mm-hmm. is still young. You still uh-huh. got Justin Herbert. I'm not too sure what Keenan Allen's situation is. You just gave Mike Williams a little bit of money. Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler. It seems to be a durable back that can probably be going for another couple of years. Mm-hmm. Defense is still fresh. Uh, Khalil Mack is starting to get a little bit older, but I still think he can be an effective player in the next two to three absolutely, years. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear uh, me now? No, nah, I still can't hear you, bro. It might be on my end. It could be on my end. I don't think so, but it could be on my end. Can you hear I me? Think, yeah, I can hear you, and I can hear me too. Let me see, bros. I don't think it's on my end, but keep going anyway. It don't matter. Just keep going. Okay, yeah, nah, I can hear you, bros. So uh-huh. it must be on my end. But yeah, that's just that's just the way I feel, though. So I do think a successful season for them would be the AFC championship. Okay. I'm not saying winning it, but making it. Making it there. I get it. I get it. That AFC gonna be a gauntlet, bro. It's tough. I was thinking about it as you were saying that. And it's just kind of like, damn, that's pretty much the the the, the reality for about a seven lot of teams. Or eight teams in the AFC. Yeah, bro. It's like the Bills. If you don't at least get to the AFC championship, that's a failure. The Chiefs, same thing. Even though I know everybody will be like, oh, the Chiefs are that. no, <laughs> the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, bro. If the Chiefs don't make the AFC championship games, then they didn't have a Chiefs like season. You know what I mean? The Bengals, y'all were in the Super Bowl last year. Y'all come out and don't even make it to the AFC Championship game. Well, then y'all regress. You know what I mean? Like Raiders, y'all wouldn't got Devonte Adams. Y'all are getting to that point where winning right. is about to start becoming a requirement. Oh, Devontae uh, Adams, Chandler Jones. Uh, you feel me? Like you, you, you win. Pay you opened your checkbook a little bit as well. You paid yeah. Max Crosby this off season. Y'all paid uh, on a refro. You know what I mean? Same for the Broncos. Y'all wouldn't got Russell Wilson. Y'all wouldn't got uh. Randy Gregory from Dallas, y'all, y'all went spent money no, high as bros. well. Y'all made trades. Like- the rubber is gonna have to meet the road for a lot of teams, bros. Like, especially in yes. that AFC. I yes, can't really say too much about the NFC. I think the NFC is probably between two to three teams. Right. But that AFC, man, it's a lot of competition out there. It's a lot of quality football teams, and it's a lot mm-hmm. of teams that that rubber is gonna have to meet the road, bros. Or a lot of GMs is gonna be vulnerable and have Absolutely. their jobs in the line. Absolutely. A lot of uh, head coaches going to have their jobs on the line. Bros, winning is going to be a requirement for a lot of these teams, bros. Um, and and I it's do tough. Think the, no, and it's tough. It's tough, especially in that AFC. What's that, the AFC West? with the uh, Well, bros, in, in the, the AFC bro- period, I think, yeah. bros, realistically, if you go down the list, there is about eight to ten teams in the AFC that I would say all realistically have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And I'm not even including the Steelers in that. Or at least represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, let me say. And if I went down the list, I'd say the Bills, all four of the teams in the AFC West, the Bengals, the Ravens. So that puts us at seven. Right, so so let's say seven teams. Then let's say bro, seven. So teams. The Browns could potentially. I'm not gonna hate on the Browns, folks. Bro. I'm not. depends. Well, it depends. On the it depends on the on the Deshaun Watson suspension. Uh, I was gonna mention that a little later, but his okay. suspension is being appealed. Um, right yeah, now like it's only that. six games. If it only stays at six games, well then yes, the Browns are realistically in that mix as well. That would be three teams, and that's not again. That's me being super unbiased and not counting the Steelers. And I think if Mitch Trubisky is even decent, then we have a chance. Cause it's all going to be about in the AFC who at least win 10 games to get yourself in the playoffs. And then who just, who, who get it done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's going to be any team where, or, or any outside of injuries. As of right now, I wouldn't look at any team in the AFC and be like, yes, y'all are definitively the best team in the conference of all of those teams. I just mentioned, I couldn't say that about any one of those teams. And that's what no, makes the conference. No, but I so think scary. I think I'd be most scared. I'd be most scared of the Bengals and still the Chiefs. Those would be the two teams I'm still like the most afraid to play, just because of quarterback play. I I, I firmly believe that those are probably the two best guys in Joe and Patty. I don't know, even like that, bro. That's what's so crazy to me, and I I love it because it, it it makes for so much parody. But I just think like, again, bros, like I I will give it to Patrick Mahomes and and say he's the guy. But even still, bros, I be look uh, up. people talk about Lamar Jackson or don't talk about. I understand he can't, or in y'all eyes he don't throw like that. But yeah. what what he can't do with his arm he can do what no other individual in the league can do with his legs. And so, and y'all be, bro, people be trying to make it seem like the boy couldn't, couldn't throw a a, a rock in the ocean, people. Like y'all relax, brother. I understand he not Peyton Manning with the, with the throwing accuracy, but Peyton Manning wasn't Lamar with the juke moves either. You feel me? With the, with the right analog stick, push it to the side. You feel me? And so it's like, I, I, even that, I can't say like, I can't definitively say Lamar Jackson is better than Josh Allen. I can't definitively say Josh Allen is better than Lamar Jackson. Same when I throw Joe Burrow in that mix. Uh, For those of them who love him, same that I throw Justin Herbert in that mix. Like, I just don't think any one of those guys are definitively better than the other. But I think that makes for great parity because you never know who is anybody. Everybody has opportunity. Opportunity is for everybody. Um, We actually hit on this a little longer than i expected and i kind of just like the way that conversation flow but i, I don't want to stay here too long uh so i'm gonna move on to the next thing bros and i know if you remember a couple weeks ago my brother yeah i told you we was gonna uh implement a segment my brother Told so you we was gonna implement a segment pim and the segment was gonna be called my brother stick a fucking sock in it and, and the purpose of this is just when, when when motherfuckers get to rambling and it just be like, gee, are you listening to yourself talk? It's one of them situations where it would have served you better to just shut the fuck up, G. Like future, future, uh future wisdom for you, my brother. Words to the wise. Uh, I even took the time out, bros. And that's just sticking a fucking sock in it. To make this little clip with man calm. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey. Hey. <stop>. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got like hey. them beats on. That shit was rocking. <laughs> hey, kidding. so I even took the time. Bros, the last person and the first person who was on it, we ain't done it since then, was Rudy Gobert. And I hadn't really felt the need to do it since then. There's been a couple people for sure who you could have, who we could have ran it on, but we just really got back going about maybe a week and a half or so ago. And it really ain't been too too much craziness said in the last week and a half until the other night, my brother, when Mister Mike James decided he was going to say the following about Mister Wardell Stephen Curry: how he plays and how he gets stuff off. Just it's just kind of. One-dimensional at times. If we put Luca, Embiid, Bron, KD, and Giannis on any team in the world, they are gonna be whoever they, who they gonna be who they are right there. As soon as you put them in there, I just don't, I don't, I don't know about that for Steph. I think it's it's a little, it's a little murky for Steph. All right, let me say this real quick. I get what he's saying. I do get what he's saying. It's a style of play, and it's the same kind. It's the kind of debate that you have with like Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. Was Steph really better than Dame Lillard, or is he just set up in a better system and be more successful? I think Mike James kind of—I I don't know exactly what the question was, but he was—he was, I, he was I, listing out his top five in the league, and he had given—I forgot, I forget who he had said. I think like I think the the four he'd said so far. His first four was like Giannis. KD, Embiid, and LeBron—not in that specific order—but I think that was the first four yes. he said. And then he said Luca fifth. Uh, no, he said that's where it get tight. And then when he said that, the podcast, uh, the podcasters' podcast when he was on was like, mm-hmm. "Damn, it's crazy how nobody really mentioned Steph in a top five. And then Mike James said the well, following. If you if you ask about who's the top five and Steph is, it, what what Mike James is saying though, what I kind of like. Was getting at what he was saying. Well, Steph just can't go anywhere. We've had this debate multiple times. Steph just can't go anywhere and be Steph Curry in a sense. I think is, he, is I think, think gonna get those those amount of good shots off, not shots, but those good quality looks off. And I, I think, think outside of Golden State, he would not, bros. Well, no, and I, and obviously it would be different for him, but. I'm not going to push it as to say Steph wouldn't still get his. I mean, Kyrie get his, don't he? Dame get his, don't he? And it ain't like they They're do anything like in specific They're built that. like that. Bro, bro Steph got but in the final Steph got buckets. It was it wasn't all moving around. It wasn't just going coming off screens and then Steph got Marcus Smart bring your ass here. He played the same kind of basketball that everybody else played. Set the screen, get the mismatch and abuse it. Like I, I, I the thing that got me with Mike James comment, because I get what y'all are saying, the system definitely enhances his ability to be efficient, if you will. Uh-huh. But I, I think that when he used the, the, the term one dimensional, but number one, Steph is a 50 40 90 guy. There have only been like two or three people three or four people something like that in the history of the NBA to be 50 40 90 guys. The only three I know is Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving and Steve Nash. You do not just go 50 40 90 because you one dimensional. You do not lead the league in scoring twice because you one dimensional. You do not win a unanimous MVP because you one dimensional. Like yeah, he does shoot the 3 at a ridiculous clip. And look, even if that was his only dimension, that's a hell of a fucking dimension to live in. You feel me? So it's like, that that was the, the, the part of his comment that got me. I get what everybody says. He definitely have to adjust if he went and played somewhere else. Absolutely. Nowhere else plays ball movement, player movement like the Warriors. The only other team he'd probably be able to go to and not miss a beat as far as style of play would be the Spurs. Other than that, I get what he's trying to say, but I think Steph found it funny too. And I like Steph because of stuff like this. I also- uh, Uh, One-on-one versus you and any other campers here. What does that look like? Oh, it's all bad for them. (laughs) All bad for them. Uh, Even as one dimensional as I am. I'm I'm petty though. (laughs) I'm so petty. (laughs) Oh, I'm so petty. Keep it going. I like that one a lot though. Yeah, bro. It's just kind of like I feel Steph at this point. It's like, again, y'all shut the fuck up, bro. Like, Steph, you know what Steph is kind of now starting to get to, bro. That's it's LeBron. that stuff, that LeBron level, bros. Well, when you start to get to a lattice of a status of such greatness, people just start nitpicking the dumb shit, the ignorant shit. Like, start making ridiculous ass comments, right? And it's just like for me, Mike James, brother, P. I I just felt you didn't even have to say that. No. When the door when you was making your title boss say, you know, I don't really think damn it's crazy. Nobody really be putting Steph in their top five. I know that is crazy, but anyway, my top five is you feel me, and let's just keep it moving. That going any one dimensional, My brother, you come guard him if he one dimensional, Pete. Can't my brother. They said Steph has had more forty point games than the amount of games. <laughs> Mike James is in the league. Hey, come on, my brother. Hey, that hey. is hella crazy. Come on, Pim. It's just like, bros, at some point, we got to just, let's just be cool, bro. The man great, G. The man great. He the greatest three-point shooter we ever seen, Pim, and that be it off the catch and shoot, off the off the pound, off the ground, whatever you need, off the screen, off whatever. the- Whatever. Whatever, brother, like. He's the greatest three point Let's just accept that. Like, the homie has four championships, two MVPs, one of which is unanimous, two scoring titles. We just live in a time where people just love to point out all the – I don't know if he – come on, brother. All the negative. Yeah, people like this. Let's keep that one to yourself next time, brother. That's all I ask people. But we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to keep it pushing. You know, we uh we plan on hitting a lot today, my brother. Uh, and we had the 27-minute mark. Don't want to go for too, too much longer. So the next question I asked to you, bros, something else I heard the other day. Very interested in your thoughts. Who do you think is gonna be the best year two quarterback in the NFL this year? Uh list being Trevor Lawrence, uh, yeah, like Justin Fields, you know, Zach Wilson, Trey you know, Lance, and Mac Jones. And Mike Jones. I think Mac Jones is probably set up in the best position. Right. Uh, to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, who will jump off the board to me? I think it's out of Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Okay. Those would probably be the two that I put up for debate to see who would probably shock me the most. Uh, I think Zach Wilson does have some pieces over there to be successful with. A lot of people talk about his high-level character, uh, his great leadership. Uh I think Trey Lance just has some of those intangibles that you can't coach with some of that being the athleticism that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are the two dudes. I, I would say Trevor, but I, I, just don't, I like Trevor the most out of all of them, but I just don't see Trevor having too much success this year again. Uh, I, I feel you. Uh, I think that obviously in football, the, the first line to success, um, for a quarterback is the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people in the front office, and then, you know, the coaching staff. Um, And like you said, obviously, Mac Jones is set up in the best situation. If you would have said who had the best rookie year, you would have said Mac Jones. Um, If you just base it on last year. Um, This year, bro, I I, honestly, I think it'll be Mac Jones again. Um, Just because of what I was just saying, situation. His situation is just the best. He's playing with the best head coach. He's playing with one of the best organizations. Um, But for me, kind of like you said, I really like Justin Fields. I would like to see him uh, prove his naysayers wrong. I would like to see him um, give Chicago what they've never really had. I would like, you know, there's certain teams, and even I get it, that like when they're good, the sport is just kind of a little more intriguing if you will yeah and the bears are one of them but when you when people really be talking about it you really feel like the bears have never really had a fun quarterback like ever the bears have Chicago. never really he, that is pathetic i seen that ball on nfl live the other day playing cornhole oh, Boy, no. is boys in a professional cornhole league my brother oh, cut it out cut it you out I mean? so it's just like I, I would love to see justin fields have a great year um nothing about the bears gives me the confidence to believe in that. Um, So that's unfortunate, but I think it'll be Mac Jones. Uh, I don't think the Jets are a suitable situation for anybody. I don't think the Jaguars are a suitable situation for anybody. I think Trey Lance is in a pretty good situation. I'm interested to see what he does. Um, There was a lot of hype around him as well. Obviously we were all with the 49ers traded to acquire him. Um, They playing on Jimmy G to basically move that man in. So it's like, you know, uh, 49ers pretty much pushing all the chips in the middle of the table for you, Trey. Uh, it's going to be nice to see what you do, brother. You didn't really get – he didn't get – did he play at all last year? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, he played a little bit. You got a little tick. bit of a He didn't
1: really okay. show too much. A couple yeah, yeah, flashes, yeah. But not really Package
0: plays much. and shit like that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so pretty much, bros, that'll pretty much be about it. I have a couple other things that i just like to mention couple things i'd like to get your uh, opinion on just real quickly though uh the verse was uh the other day sean McVay came out talking about matthew stafford um kind of saying he has something like tendonitis in his elbow um and you know he said it's not really a quarterback like injury it's more of a pitcher like injury um i read an article yesterday and saw reports from yesterday that said matt stafford was out at practice throwing just fine throwing no looks He said after practice, you know, he didn't really feel too much discomfort from the throwing. Um, He dealt with that elbow last year. I don't really know what it means as of right now. I don't know if it's going to progressively start to irritate him more as the season goes along, as he throws it more, as he gets hit in it, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, Do you think the Rams have any chance next year to win the Super Bowl? Oh, I thought you were about to say without Matthew Stafford. I was like, hell no. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. You got a chance to compete. Oh, bros. You got a hell of a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. Mm -hmm. You have the world's greatest player uh, in Aaron Donald. Absolutely. Uh, You still got people like Leonard Floyd. uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Cooper Cup. Come on, just pick up uh, Allen Ross. You have a hell of a roster. You have a hell of a roster. You, you spent too much, you've actually spent a little bit of too much money to not be talking about Super Bowls. Now, y'all are not ball, even in the conversation of. Pete ball pick up Bobby Wagner. Y'all wouldn't. Like, you have a team full of Hall of Famers, like a, a right. team full of gold jackets on your team. So, as we talked about the Chargers earlier, kind of, uh, what's a successful season for them? Well, the successful season for the Rams has to be a Super Bowl. Right. You've invested too much money into this team. Mm-hmm. Like way too much. So yeah, I think for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh for sure I could definitely see the Rams winning the Super Bowl. And once again, they're playing, they have to come out the NFC. Their right. only problem would be, I won't even say the Packers would really be a problem. Your only problem would be the Buccaneers. Right. You just really right. gotta really get truly. past the Buccaneers. You just really gotta get past the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Maybe if Aaron is feeling good, but you know Aaron in the playoffs is not that type of guy, uh you really just got to get past the Buccaneers. No, nah, I feel it. Uh, so next thing, bros, uh, came out this morning at like 8 o'clock Pacific Times, and I got the uh, – when I saw the article, um, Kareem Hunt requested a trade from the Browns, and the Browns declined it. Um, he's in the last year of the two-year deal that he signed with the Browns. Uh, last year, as far as stats-wise, he ended up as RB3. Um behind Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson. I want to say his name is. And Dearness Johnson boy kind of nice. Right, right. Um, so uh Kareem Hunt is 27. Um, he led the league in rushing as a rookie. Uh do you think because I I don't know why the Browns, like like you just said, the Dearness Johnson boy is nice. I don't know why the Browns would decline that trade request without even, you know, kind of testing the waters and maybe they did and reports just didn't come out that they did, but I didn't read any reports that they at least, you know, tried to see what was being offered for Kareem Hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think there are a lot of teams that would, uh, especially a lot of teams with a lot of young quarterbacks, as we just talked about, that could really do well with a Kareem Hunt like running back. Uh, I know there's not a lot of value in the running back position in the NFL, so I'm not sure what teams would trade as far as, you know, round picks or whatever, but I would like to see Kareem hunt on a team like the Bears with Justin Fields. The Give 49ers. You feel the 49ers. me? The 49ers. The 49ers actually probably be the ideal situation for him. Right. Uh, if you don't want to. I mean, the Steelers would be the ideal situation for him because us, Najee and Kareem would be a killer. Not yet, but. but I think that's the thing, too. I think he's tired of playing second fiddle. Yeah. Um. And and I feel him. And at this point in his career, it's like, yeah, you might as well max out your body now. They they took some time off you. You might. As, he was hurt last year, but you might as well max out. You want me to tell you where I would? What I would do if I was real GM playing chess wow. and you really trying to do something? Well, bros, if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I'm getting on the phone with 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 the Cleveland Browns. Like, hey, bro, what y'all want for for Kareem Hunt? And then I'm picking up Kareem Hunt from the Browns if I'm the Panthers. And then bros, as I, as we've been talking about for the last eight, nine months, I'm moving Christian McCaffrey to slot no. like, and Christian McCaffrey could carry the ball six, seven, eight times a game, maybe and you know, little different formations and whatever, whatever. But brother, all that running, but you get hurt too much. Baby. Just come out here and run routes, come out and run Make routes up. in the slot. Make it a lot simpler for everybody. Everybody wins. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was interesting news. Uh, obviously, and then the other news that came out was uh the other day, as I said earlier. Um, the NFL is absolutely stupid as hell. It, it, it they just everything they do just don't be making no sense. And it's like bros, so y'all sat down and y'all was like, Okay, we tired of Roger Goodell being judge, jury, and executioner. We tired of him being power man almighty. So we're gonna make decisions now be decided upon by an independent arbitrator. The independent arbitrator makes a decision and because it wasn't the decision Roger Goodell wanted, because it wasn't the decision that the public wanted as far as the amount of games and the fine that the song Watson got in the suspension, Roger Goodell said, well to hell with what we just came up with and getting the independent arbitrator. I'm going to appeal the decision and guess who he appeals to when he appeals the decision. Good old Roger Goodell. Come on, bro. So it's like, well, we know it's getting appealed and then he's picking the judge in which is now going to reside over the appealed ruling. And it's just like, well, what the fuck was the point of going through all of this shit with the independent arbitrator from Jump Street, bros? We could have missed all of this. You could have just kept all the power, and you could have just made the the 12-game or full season-long or indefinite suspension and, and the, the whatever $10 million fine, whatever you wanted to do, Roger, you could have just kept the power from Jump Street and did that. So I don't understand why we went through all these different loops and holes and turns at every for what, bro? For us to end up right back where we started, which you meant a good work, people Vin Diesel just pull pull past you, people. Well, oh, that's daily, nightly, hourly, manly, all the time. Oh, bro, came by you look flying. Uh, but that's that. And then uh last thing, uh Paul Brittany Griner, they sent it to the good old nine years out in Russia. My God. Very Uh, unfortunate. Peep, peep, peep! I tell you what. Uh, I mean, I will say uh, she was just wrong place, wrong time. Worst place to be, worst time to be there. Um, With everything that was going on in the world at the time, um, I do think the United States is going to make a trade for her. Um, We are trading. I think the dude is like a trained assassin or something like that. I forget what the article is, but... Uh, that's definitely a quite an individual to be giving up. Uh just be letting go, just be letting go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be putting back out on the streets, you understand. <laughs> so, BG, peep, you better make that worded for us, brother. I don't know what mm-hmm. that's gotta be, peep, but oh, mm-hmm. whoa. And then, uh, it's been funny too. If you listen to everybody, you know, that, that internet allows everybody to push their perspectives. And one of the interesting things that everybody's been talking about is like, well, it's crazy that. Y'all going over there to free Britney Griner from being arrested from charges that we got hella people in the United States locked up for. hmm So, what kind of sense does that make? And then even to, to to hit it even farther, what they say is Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Carmel Harris, however you say your name, Vice President Harris, uh say she was the one throwing most of the uh, do you know what's in jail, my brother. Behind the paraphernalia charges, people. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did you hear that? Is, uh, you know, I ain't heard I mean, none of that woman. I ain't heard none of that woman since Joe Biden been in office. Nathan Peterman, my brother. Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. But anywho. <laughs> uh, last thing on the docket for today, bros. Uh, the NFL did kick off the other day. The Raiders and the Jags. I did put a ticket in. If y'all did watch and y'all heard me talking shit about the ticket that I hope was going to hit. Uh, It was over before the first half was over, didn't stand a chance, Jags got ran over uh, in every which way, the under busted, the Jags did not cover the plus two and a half. So not a great start to the football season, but it was a blind bet. Um, Mm. There will not be any more betting until the weekend of September the 3rd, um, where I will be getting action in for college football. And then from then on, we will be looking to make money making plays on a weekend basis. Um. With that being said, bros, uh, is there anything you would like to add? Uh, I know you got your man. You frustration on the beginning. No, no, uh, that's it, bros. I still believe we're gonna win the Premier League, but that's it. Did Nick Kyrios win today? He did. He did. He did. He all six, right, Nick. He went 6 three, six, four, six four. All, six, right, Nick. all right, Nick. All right, Nick. All right, Nick. Okay. So shout out to Nick Kyrios. Uh, like I say, brother, when you shut the fuck up and play tennis, people, you goddamn solid. But oh. Tennis oh. Boss, struggle shutting the fuck up, him. But mm-hmm. I fuck with you, Nick. I fuck with you. I ain't going to hold you. Bro. <laughs> if I was your coach, brother, I would tell you. You don't got no coach. If I was your people, if I was in your corner, brother. If I was your mama, your daddy, your partner, whatever, brother. Zip it. Yeah, Pim. Uh, with that, bros, Uh, last thing I will say. We are going to do. I know you're going to hop in the Fantasy League with us, Uh, the one we've been doing. We are going to host the Big Bet Fantasy League. Uh, we'll talk more, uh, get more of the details ironed out uh, behind closed doors. But we will be doing a Big Bet Fantasy League. I will be setting it up this week. We are going to try to do an online, not even try to, we're going to do an online live draft. Um, that'll be something that we do here on the show. Um, so everybody will be able to tune in and watch us draft live with the other members of the Big Bet Sports Fantasy Draft this year, Fantasy League this year. Um, and with that being said, we will be out. Remember that you can follow us on everything Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that shit at Big Bet Sports, YouTube, Big Bet Sports, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Big Bet Sports. We are everywhere. We appreciate y'all. We will be out for this evening.